T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Miss something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, winter is coming, I guess. After all, 70s don't last forever. One of life's lessons. Rick in Cheshire. Hi, Rick. Todd, good evening. How are you? Thank you for the call, sir. Good. I would like to make an observation. I think that until... The Republicans and Republican leadership learns how to handle the mechanics of elections in this country the way mm-hmm. the Democrats have learned to handle them, especially since all the rule changes post-COVID that yep. some still remain. That Joe Markley brought up a, a, a former president. President Lincoln can come back and run, and he wouldn't win if the Democrats didn't want him to. So you see, you see them sitting there with a little keyboard where they can just dictate what the outcomes are? Yes and no. So we are playing from an old playbook. Like It's like making a sports analogy. It's like Tommy Lasorda still wants to put out the pitcher to hit because he, the designated hitter in the league has been allowed, but he's so stuck in his ways as far as how we attract voters. Mm-hmm. Now, Mail-in ballots, early voting, it's a Democrat thing, right? And Republicans are like, well, we don't trust it. Well, look where it's gotten us not trusting it. And I understand people's not good faith in the system, but if we don't secure votes and bank votes and cure votes the way the Democrats do, they're just going to keep winning. No, I I think that's right. I mean, can you imagine your gut feeling? Let's just say the Florida rules and the way that they handle balloting and counting votes election day was implemented the same way in Arizona. Do you think the results would have been the same? Um, I, you know, the system of voting has a lot of impact on, on results, no question. And they've been working right. this for a long time. You're right, the Democrats. And they have. And, and what we do, like now, and we can talk, it doesn't even matter right now who runs for president, who's more electable. It doesn't until we figure out how to level the playing field as if we're playing the same game. We're not. We don't vote the same way, and they, they have it figured out, and they're better at politics. We're better at messaging. Well, I think our messagings are better. They don't have to run on messaging because they have the, the, the media to cover for them. They don't have to run on records because they have the media to cover for them. So we just go around talking about how great we can change this, this country with our policies. 
but it doesn't matter if we don't secure the ballots. It's not about yeah. voters. It's about that's ballots. true. But still, there is a threshold. So Republicans do win presidential elections about as often as Democrats do. What you're saying is it's gotten worse. OK, it, it's gotten worse, but that doesn't mean Republicans can't win. Maybe there's a you know, there's a penalty that we're paying for not being on these things and we have to whittle that down and by the way republicans have been very good about securing control of states and and the politics in states so they've been able to maintain some uh, advantage that that way and through redistricting so it's uh, it's not just the single thing you're talking about i'm sorry i've got to hold you right there rick appreciate your thoughts it's the todd feinberg show live from the nj diet studios on wtic news talk 1080 WTIC, Wednesday, Noah Ring will be here in a sec. Let's talk to Doug first. Hey there, Doug. Hey, what's going on, Todd? Hi, it's always an honor. Thank you very much, sir. Thank um, you. Are you on a speakerphone? Yeah, there's a there's a fan near me, so I'll just move over a little bit. Okay, if you can make it a little louder, it's hard to hear you. Yep. Um, okay, how about now? That's a little better. Go ahead. All right, I don't know how much to say. It's like, um, I know that sounds kind of weird, but it's like people need time to digest these things. These you talking about the election last week? or the? Yeah, election and, like, whatever's, whatever's happening with current events. Like mm-hmm. People need time to digest these things. That's true. And my entire point was there's just, like, too much media. And, like, everybody always goes, like, oh, take a break, take a break. I think, like, every now and then, especially now, like, people need a reminder of that. So, and uh, furthermore, I want to say you're you're the best on, on all of these issues. I don't even know how you do it, but, like, God bless you. It's much appreciated and... Like, I, I've been tuning in here and there for, like, the past couple of years, and there's a lot of issues that everybody just like, yeah. There is a lot of stuff going on. It's a very busy time. Thank you for the kind words, Doug. It's great to hear those and great to hear from you. Appreciate it. 860 Noah Ring is a young talk show host in his early 20s from Georgia, and his youth and his Georgianess. It's a good combination, and and his uh, Georgia style conservatism. It's it's fun to have him on. Appreciate you being here, Noah. Hey, of course, and I agree with everything Doug said. You're amazing, Todd. Well, that's very kind of you. So, very uh, kind of you on. so what are you uh, what are you thinking about? Like Doug said, there is a lot going on. It's a lot to absorb, and the the benefit I think of uh, punditry is that we give people different frames through which they can look at issues and, and maybe uh, find a, a better way to look at things or, or a different way. Yeah, that's 100% true. And look, d- people like Doug get the credit where they, they can take time off. People like you and I, we're wired differently. We like looking at the numbers. <laughs> I'm examining yes. the numbers you know, from the last election. And to my, my numbers, and they could be a little bit off, roughly 70% of my generation, Gen Z, voted for Democrats in this mm-hmm. midterm election. Okay. And what and, uh, what what does that tell us? Because that is something people are talking about a lot. 
Well, I think that there's I think that there's two ways to look at this. I think the old school traditional thought is okay if you're if you're not a conservative after 40, you're just stupid. But I think the short term aspect of looking at that is 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 we need to start flipping these votes now. I mean, if you look at millennials, millennials are getting more conservative the older they get, as by nature. But I think that this shows a long term disconnect between the GOP and the youth vote that we need to solve and we need to solve it sooner rather but than But how do we know the long term part as opposed to say just uh their feeling of commitment to abortion, for example? Well I think that young voters by and large typically are those one issue voters, but I think that there also are the vast majority of young voters who try to look at everything. And I think that taking abortion it's more of a it's more of a just just abortion it's more of a cultural issue and i think it all leads back into allowing liberal bias to run rampant in schools i mean heck i just sent you an article a couple hours ago yep. that notre dame is requiring vaccine boosters to to enroll in classes in the spring and that's that's not necessarily the worst case teaching people to hate this country teaching people that the human that is going to be killed in an abortion isn't worthy and not teaching history and not showing that hey last time we said certain people weren't worthy we did bad things and so it's all this long-term, any state right now that is controlled by the GOP in January, they need to go through and do a complete gutting of their curriculum. That's a long-term strategy, but the short-term strategy is also to message to young voters. Mm -hmm. How do you do that, do you think? Especially well, if, if uh, young voters have a, your, your reputation's been disparaged for young voters, because there's the combination, according to what people are saying, there's the abortion issue, and there's this uh, election denial theory that the left has been pushing and the, the January 6th TV stuff that they put on that, that made what I think was an emotionally effective case for certain vulnerable populations like millennials to feel like that, that only Republicans are attempting to uh, change the rules of election so that they can win and that that Republicans are doing that right now, and those candidates who represent those views need to be stopped. I mean, that's a powerful emotional tug, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's very, it's very emotional. But the, the way to, to address it is to address issues that are facing my generation. Like, for instance, student loans and the cost of college is primarily facing my generation. Mm -hmm. And so the, our new elect, lieutenant governor-elect, Burt Jones, back late last year, he was talking about the fact that, hey— we, we need to solve this, but the, the answer is not to forgive student loans. The answer is to look to the University System of Georgia, all of our public colleges, and say, hey, we're not going to let you fund all these stupid liberal ideas. We're not going to let you fund all this stuff. If you want to go research uh, why people are less likely to eat food after it gets sneezed on, which was actually studied at Georgia Southern University, mm -hmm. okay, go get a grant to do that. Don't raise people's tuition money to do that. And so he actually, by and large, won more of the youth vote than some of the other Republican people who won on last uh, two Tuesdays ago. So it's been shown if you can go and find these issues and start to talk about them and say, hey, like, don't you want your cost of college to be lower? They're going to start to say, hey, that really does affect me right now. The but student loan thing is so confounding because the, the, the Democrats created student loans as a compassion program to show how much they loved young people and wanted them to get an education. And, and they don't take any blame for having created the disaster. They just get credit for running around and being willing to create inf more inflation in order to hand people money in a way that goes against everything we believe in as a political culture. Well, don't worry about that, because California is sending out inflation relief checks. I'm sure that will not have any dire consequences. 
But yeah, no, I mean, I wish I was a Democrat. That way I could light a house on fire and then put the fire out and then be named fireman of the year. I mean, that's exactly what they do. And so we have to start playing more long term. That gets back mm-hmm. to getting rid of the liberal indoctrination as much as possible. But also on the short term, the way to turn over the vote is to not give up on the vote. If you approach a young person with the idea that you're stupid and you're automatically a socialist, well, you're probably not going to influence them. Remember, you can attract more flies with honey than you can with vinegar. So what's the uh, so you're talking about? It just strikes me that you're if you're going to young people and arguing why it would be better to do different policies, and that's what Republicans are saying. And on the other side, or what um, what liberals are saying is, oh, we can just give you the money that they've won the argument. Right. Well, I think that there's a, been a long term shift. Our, our long term idea in in the Republican Party is that Gen Z doesn't vote, don't worry about them. But I'll tell you now, just in the last week, I've gotten asked by a bunch of different consultants and a bunch of different, uh, or the Hirsch Walker campaign, Mm -hmm. hey, what what do we do? How do we get your vote? And the problem is, well, we've already probably lost it for the runoff, but we can probably try to get it back on track by 2024. Because writing off what will be the largest voting block in two election cycles, you can't do that if you if you wrote off baby boomers. But we have to start shifting the messaging. And one thing that the Democrats do really good on, and it's why Joe Cunningham was a little bit more competitive in South Carolina than past Democrats, is he was on social media. He was on TikTok. He was he was following the trend. And reaching out to voters where they are is what you need to do because young voters, by and large, do not follow word of mouth voting. Where it says, "Hey, I'm voting for Trump. That's why. So you should vote for Trump." We want to see people who actually make a compelling message to our generation. That's, again, why Burt Jones, addressing the cost of college, he got more young votes than any other Republican running. That's the lieutenant governor who who won the election in Georgia? Yeah, he will be the lieutenant governor in January. Awesome. All right, Noah, anything else you want to tell us? Yeah, listen, I want to tell you guys, you guys are blessed with Todd up there in, in, uh, in the northeast part of the country. I'll tell you this, I've been on dozens of shows and there's nobody does it quite as good as Todd. So you guys are blessed there at WTIC. Well, thank you again for that, Noah. But please don't ever do it again. I hate compliments. <laughs> well, Makes I'm me sorry. uncomfortable. <laughs> Noah, your website is noahring.org. Is that right? Yeah, noahring.org. I just put a video out on YouTube where I completely dismantle Biden's five biggest lies. So go check it out. Oh, good. That sounds like fun. Noahring.org. Thank you, Noah. We'll talk to you again next week. Thank you. Bye. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two. We've got more rants to play. Tom Scott in about twenty minutes. Al in East Hampton right now. Hi, Al. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Well, you know, I got my rabies shots. Okay, I wanted to tell you about rabies. Uh, my name is Al Brassford. I live in East Hampton. Um, have you ever heard of heartworms when dogs and pets yes get heartworms? Okay, what takes place is these bacteriums, living organisms, swim into the pet, and they know exactly where to go. They swim and they are into your bloodstream, and they go into your heart, into the pet's heart. Okay, mm-hmm. they just know where to go. Okay, and the pet is the host. Now, in rabies, uh, Todd. Um, it's the same process, except they swim, get into your bloodstream, and go into your brain, believe it or not. Okay. I know it's scary. 
When they enter your brain, um, they affect the part of the brain that makes you mean, ornery, and just want to just destroy and kill, like murderers. That's why the animals get crazy. What's that? That's why the animals get crazy. Yeah, they get they get just mean and rotten and just want to just destroy, kill, and just do bad things. It's that part of the brain that um, makes them mean. The poor things, you know, they can't help it. It's just sure. The, so what? What's the, the point, though? What? 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 Todd? What's the point? What's the point you want to make? Well, I just wanted to tell you what rabies is all about. Is okay. these bacteriums get into your brain and. They get to the brain of making you just so like that animal that bit you. He just wants to just kill. Well, how you about know? the fact that he wasn't particularly mean? I mean, he did bite me, and he did keep yeah. attacking again, but he seemed mellow, not vicious. Yeah. Doesn't that seem oh. weird? Yeah, it's very weird, but it's you know it's true, and it's just part of you know life. Rabies is just. One of those things where the bacteriums makes uh, living uh, animals mean and mm-hmm. just want to just destroy and kill. Well, Al, thank you for filling us in on that. It's not happy news, but it's news we can use nevertheless. Hi, Dan from Simsbury, longtime listener, first-time rancher. Um, I'm fairly certain, I apologize if I'm wrong, but I'm fairly certain that I on 7 a.m. news uh, caster yesterday morning, Sunday morning, I heard uh, the newscaster saying, good news, the Democrats will hold the House. Uh, I'm sorry, will hold the Senate. Will hold the Senate. First of all, it's not supposed to be an opinion, but it sounded uh, like an opinion, not a semblance of objective newscasting. And it's not good news for everybody. Uh, so I just want to let leave that rant, and uh, I hope that I don't hear that again. And I hope the news tries to have some semblance of objectivity. Thank you. Yeah, I'd be surprised if that was the case, but I, you know, I will pass it on to the powers that be because that's kind of square one. You're right of of the news business is you it's, you're not there to uh, say what's good or bad. You're there to present. Hey Todd, uh, just uh, I'm listening. It's Monday the 14th. I'm listening to uh, basically all day. It's my only day off, so I'm riding around listening. Uh, there's so many momos out there. Oh, two thousand mules, two thousand mules. I get it and I understand it. It's happening, but you can't hang your hat on that because we we're not going to change. I was a Trump guy, but you can't because he's dividing our nation. I would vote for him tomorrow, but you can't because he's just going to divide our nation again. He's screwed up. I, just no, no, we can't. As much as we love this guy, it's not time. No, DeSantis is our guy, and that's the way we got to do it. And, and we got to move on. We got to move on. We we can't do two thousand mules. We just got to move on and be active and, and let's be Democrats and let's let's. Oh, I don't even know what to say right now. But we, we have to change our we have to change what we're doing. All right. All right. Sorry. I think what you're saying is the election has to be based on the future rather than the past. And, and that's that's the issue that I think Donald Trump is going to have trouble with. He's got to move his focus 
onto the future because that's what people vote on. Hey, Todd, this is Valerie Ann from Unionville. Um, well, since Bob Stefanowski had lost, um, I, um, I would love to see him come on as a fill-in host on WTIC for either you or Tom. Um, I guess because Ned Lamont is ba- has to basically continue his mission of running the state into the ground. That seems to be the formula that Democrats operate on. Spend money from the future to buy votes today. That's what they're doing. And that's obviously not sustainable. And everybody who pays that big nut for, you know, the big Connecticut tax nut knows that it's not sustainable. The burden is heavy. 860-522-9842. Rant line 751-4698. We've got more rants. We've got Tom Scott coming up on WTIC. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Yeah, it's WTIC. 860-522-9842. Let's get a rant or two in. Just a reminder, I do believe on December 1st that in the state of Connecticut, the 25 cents state tax on gas will be added back on. Now that Nettie has won re-election, I wonder if he would be willing to re-extend that again. Probably not. So remember, December 1st, your gas could possibly go up an additional 25 cents. Yeah, he's uh, likely to at least make motions towards keeping that gas tax reduction in place for a little while so he can create the impression that he cares about voters and that he's not just didn't just do it for the election. Mark in Watertown. Hello, Mark. Good evening. Uh, it's evident that people don't know that President Trump is all done. Uh, he 
beat down the press and stuff about calling people name, people's names uh, isn't going to work anymore. The press knows how to handle Trump now. We need a good politician. Uh, let's, have, let's have a primary first before we decide we're going to make him uh, the nom- nominee. And people are saying, DeSantis is not my man. I'm saying DeSantis is not my man until we have a primary because there are a lot of good Republicans out there. Yeah, so, you know, I, I think we think too much about people and not enough about institutions when we're voting. We're voting for institutions that have, you know, these humongous institutions that have a little person sitting at the uh, steering wheel. But Yeah, we had a caller earlier that was talking about the ballots being counted up before the actual election day. Mm-hmm. We used to have election day. Now it's election month. Exactly. Got to get hit to that and start doing the same thing the Democrats are doing. If you can't fight City Hall, join them. <laughs> That's right, even if you are City Hall. Mark, thank you for that. Appreciate it. Well, Joe is in Egypt for the COP27 summit. The U.S. That was, uh, didn't we just hear her? Let's uh, skip to somebody else. Hey, Todd, I, I drove through Woodbury today. I stopped at the little town market. Arethusa has eggnog in a glass bottle, a quart. Guess the price. Twelve ninety nine. Holy crap. Twelve ninety nine for a quart of eggnog. Yeah, that was pretty wild, wasn't it? Huh? That was pretty wild. That was that was a blast from the past. Sometimes I pull rants from a year ago, two years ago. That was one year ago this week that rant and i'd like doing that just to uh you know sometimes it's politics sometimes it's lifestyle but it brings us back a little bit rant line number 860-751-4698 we've got tom scott coming up on wtic right now now back to the todd feinberg show live from the nj diet studios on wtic news talk 1080 It is Tom Scott time because yesterday I had my uh, run-in with the wild animal. So I took the time to stay and get my rabies shots at the emergency room, and Tom Scott was nice enough to move to today. Hello there, Thomas. Todd, they ought to put a bounty on those fisher cats. Those are vicious, nasty animals. God's creatures all, but uh, I'm not so sure that uh, PETA would, uh, uh, would give you support on that. But, uh, well, I've never had an encounter with one, but I've seen them up in Vermont. Nasty I'm not animals. sure if I did. I'm kind of leaning towards it being an otter. Oh, is that right? Yeah, because just because of the vicious factor. And this guy was so mellow coming after me. Like he did, he did jump at my my foot and wrap his teeth around it. But I kicked him away, and then he kept attacking me. So it sounds like he was vicious, but they were, like, low-key running towards me, and I had plenty of time to haul off and give him another kick each time he came back. And he did it a half dozen times at least. He kept coming back. But still, there was no bared teeth and no growling or hissing or foaming. He didn't seem wild and dangerous to me. It was very strange. 
Interesting. It was more like he was stoned. I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing with you because unless people have seen one of these things, I, I don't think they realize that they're they're not simply, you know, formal descended from domesticated cats. Let's put it that way. Which is confusing. It's interesting that you mention that because domesticated animals really aren't animals in uh, in the normal way. You know, they've been they've been stripped of a lot of that instinctive aggressiveness, and then occasionally. There are certain breeds or certain situations where they express it and we're shocked. But but it's given us, I think, thrown us off balance a little bit about how much to be cautious about nature. Well, you've you've survived uh, to fight another day. And uh, and speaking of surviving to fight another day, uh, God help us that our freedom uh, in America is hanging on by a thread, at least temporarily until the next election, mm-hmm. and that we have to rely on the likes of Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy to make sure that even a rear guard action stands strong against the president and his people and all of their efforts to further uh, uh, chip away at the Constitution and the Bill of Rights uh, and so forth. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it was not a glorious day on Tuesday, November 8th, uh, for freedom. Well, I'm interested in your opinion on Mitch McConnell because I I feel like he's the guy who gave us a conservative Supreme Court, and I wonder why that doesn't give him a lot of uh, credibility with you. Well, well, listen from a from a mechanical standpoint, he did what any leader in the Senate should do on behalf of his party's president, and that's where he found himself. Uh, when Trump was president. So, yeah, I'll give him credit. But but at a minimum, that was an obligation of the Republican leader of the Senate. And and he did it. He fulfilled that obligation. And he didn't back down to Schumer and the Democrats and the Judiciary Committee held their own. And that's all good, Todd. So let's let's acknowledge that. Let's you're you're referring to the court part or just supporting the president? But oh no, just the court part. Okay. And and sure, I can point to other things where where he supported obvious good policy just because he was in the right place at the wrong time and he thought opportunistically it was the right thing to do. But here's the guy that controls the money, the tens of millions of dollars. And as people analyze how and where that money was spent, I think there will be uh some some white papers written indicating that he should have stayed out of the race in Alaska, for example, which was a foregone conclusion. He should have stayed out of primaries. Uh, and, st- and, and then after he loses primaries, saying, well, you know, our candidates aren't the greatest candidates. Now, that said, Trump clearly uh, is going to be under a lot of scrutiny here in the next couple of months, as well he should be, uh, for interfering in primaries all over the country, Oz being the one the, the, as far the as most glaring the most example one mm-hmm. yeah i mean oz lived in new jersey at the time that he decided to run for u.s senator and he won that primary by one tenth of one percent that republican primary wasn't called for like a week and a half and an awful lot of people who would walk over broken glass for trump in pennsylvania said mr president really you want us to support this guy and and it was a bad choice. That's a seat we absolutely should have won. Mm-hmm. And if we're honest about it, Trump's got to take a hit on that one. Same thing in Arizona. You know, Governor Ducey, um, uh, who was term limited out of that seat in Arizona, was extraordinarily popular in the state of Arizona. And Trump used to call Ducey the best uh, governor in America. Yet, 
back in the early part of this year, Trump viciously attacked Ducey for refusing to decertify the Electoral College in Arizona, which he had no authority to do. And Ducey said, look, I don't have the authority. I'm not going to go to jail over this. And he wouldn't do it. Trump badgered him out of the race for U.S. Senate. An awful lot of people who knew better knew that Ducey would have won and we would have had two U.S. senators. The guy that Oz beat would have been a senator today and Governor Ducey would be a senator today. Okay. That matters, Todd. We can go back to Georgia when we had the two special elections. And in January of 2021, Trump went into that state a week before the primary or the special election and made it all about him and, and attacked the popular Republican governor down there, Kemp, because he wouldn't decertify the electors, which he had no authority to do, and basically told voters that their vote didn't matter in that state. And a lot of people in rural Arizona or in rural Georgia stayed home. So. We do have to have a conversation in the Republican Party about the future of this party. It's not about the past. You know, anybody who thinks that we can look in the rearview mirror and win in 2024, uh, they're just on the wrong page. So I feel like you're coming around to a but, though. Well, the, the but is, is it time to have an honest conversation about the gold watch? You know, you mentioned three Supreme Court justices and a lot of other good things the president did. Is it Trump? Is it time to talk about the gold watch? People feel thank you for your service, but it's time to get off the stage. People feel personal loyalty to Donald Trump because of, I think, the way he articulated with such strength uh, uh, certain messages that were really hard for the power structure to hear. He, he appeared fearless and willing to take a beating. And people view that as having crossed over into some threshold where you defend that person in perpetuity. And, and that's where I have a problem. I love some of the stuff Trump did. I voted for him in two cycles. But I feel like uh, my loyalty is not to people, but to institutions, to the institution of the United States of America and what the founders created. And I don't feel like he's the guy who's on top of his game right now. His time was six years ago. And Todd, this is a conversation, uh, exactly what you said, that is going on all over the country, uh, privately, in public, and everywhere in between. And, and you know, there are an awful lot of us who were all in during the Trump presidency, uh, warts and all. But but I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you when when I started getting very concerned about the Trump presidency during covid, when covid first hit, uh, Trump had an opportunity to be Winston Churchill, if you will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and when I saw the first press conference uh, and he was, you know, taking the bait from the usual suspects in the White House press corps and having stupid arguments over stupid stuff that didn't matter. I understand the New York instinct to fight everything, but but this was in a time of crisis when people were scared and 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 people were panicking. And that was a time for someone to appear as a leader. Now, the reality is he was a leader. OK, when when you when you dust the foam off the beer and look at what he actually did versus these arguments he was getting into, he did an awful lot. And Peter Navarro comes to mind, you know, when 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 the president knew that people were suffocating because we didn't have enough ventilators, he got a hold of Navarro and those guys and said, look, you do whatever you have to do. 
and and we'll we'll uh, we'll employ whatever rules we can in the Defense uh, Procurement Act or whatever it was mm-hmm. was employed by Navarro, and we will get it done. And they did that because that's Trump. I mean, go back to the ice skating rink in Rockefeller Center yes. that, that was wallowing in bureaucracy for years. But Trump you're saying he pursued the right policy, but not the right PR. Exactly. Exactly, Todd. But it had consequences. We lost the presidency as a result of that. If he had conducted himself as Winston Churchill would have conducted himself, he would have won that president presidential race by 10 or 15 points. Instead, look at the G20 summit that we're all suffering through and look at our bumbling, stumbling commander in chief and chief of state uh, wallowing in embarrassment and weakness all over the the, the international stage. Mm-hmm. And look at meanwhile in China and look at what G is doing and getting away with there. Our president didn't even confront him on COVID, on Taiwan, on, on, on freedom of navigation, on, on any of these things that should matter to every single American. And, and when we lost in 20, that was the time to start thinking about the future in the Republican Party. Now, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling you what, I, what is on my mind. But when, I, but when I watched Governor DeSantis give his victory speech uh, on November 8th, mm-hmm. and, and when he announced uh, among many other things, Florida is where woke comes to die. <laughs> Wasn't that great? I thought, you know, there, there's the Trump policy without the Trump baggage. Yeah. And I'm not look, I'm not coming on your show to say uh, uh, in November of 2022, let's go DeSantis. But, you know, there are alternatives out there and let's let's get it on and let's have a let's have a let's have a, a robust conversation about the future of the Republican Party. And what about uh, specifically Election Day last week? What revealed this thing about Trump? Well, look, again, Trump announced two days before the midterms, that he had a big announcement coming. And, of course, the announcement was that he was going to run for president. So all over America, just as suburban women who are independents, who have no use for Joe Biden, are, are, are kind of holding their nose and saying, you know, I'm essentially a Republican. I'm going to vote Republican this time. And, and, and what's on the front page of every paper in America? Trump announcing for president or call it a pre-announcement of president. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why Donald Trump felt that he had to interject himself into the midterm elections 24 hours before people were going to vote. It made no sense to me, Todd. Why couldn't he just wait a few days? Yeah, because he is a fisher cat. <laughs> well, the one that you encountered apparently wasn't <laughs> as vicious as some that I'm aware of. Uh, but but yeah, and, and again, the, 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 because this is not about Trump, for heaven's sakes. Back to your point. Can we embrace what he did? Can we embrace the policy uh, when he was president? Absolutely. But this behavior, you know, Ivanka Trump, who I personally believe is the smartest member of the Trump family, mm-hmm. was not at his announcement last night and made very clear publicly that for her it was all about family, that she's done with politics. And I have no doubt that, of course, we speculate on your show. Right. But I have no doubt that there are family members who approached Donald Trump and said, you know, let's move on. And and I when when you know, when the primaries start, 
I don't. I think this guy is going to come up short. I really do. Well, thank you, Tom, because we've been talking about it a lot the last couple of weeks. So it's uh, it's good to get your input. Appreciate Not your time. I wish that on him. No, I understand. Everybody feels this sentimental attachment. And yesterday, I was playing the the clip of him debating Hillary Clinton when he, he talked about how she wouldn't, she would never get rid of the tax laws that she's complaining that he follows. Uh, and you know, and and it was a beautiful bit of of uh, rhetoric from Donald Trump. He he handled it so beautifully, and it was kind of a magical, rhetorical moment, very powerful. And and it was interesting to see it because he seems to have faded from that place. And um, I wish he still had that power that he could bring to the fore. Yeah, it's on a certain level, it's sad. But like I said, Todd, we can't look in the rearview mirror. We can be grateful, um, but but we really need to think very, very carefully about the future, because every time we lose an election, uh, we take a step back. And I'm oh, these are and they're permanent steps back too. Uh, you know, the repercussions go on forever. You're absolutely right. And that's my concern. And, and 2024 may be our last opportunity to save this country. Tom Scott, thank you, sir. Appreciate your time and your thoughts. That is Tom Scott, former state senator in the state and a guy who's been in politics since he was in that state senate back when he was a young guy. I can't even tell you how many decades have gone by since then. But it's been a couple at least. Okay, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Drop me a note if you want to. Todd at ToddTalk.com. I always like to hear from folks. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.